0: Welcome to Isolation Conversations with Ben and Jen,
1: putting the Q and A in quarantine.
0: <laughs> Today we are very happy and proud and excited—all of the things—to welcome our very special guest, Mister Walter Azell. Woo! Woo! Yay! Yeah. Hello. Hi.
1: Walter, just for, uh, so this is, our, this is our first question, uh, uh, as you know, because you're uh, one of the first people who's able to listen to an episode before recording one. Um, for the people at home who don't know uh, Walter Ezel, tell the people who you are.
2: All right. I am a lifelong resident of Greenville, South Carolina, except for the, like, 14 years that I lived all over the United States. <laughs> and I'm back I'm back living four blocks from the home I grew up in, which is amazing.
1: Yeah.
0: Walter's a human boomerang.
1: That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: back.
1: Now Walter, you're retired from uh making menus, right? Like your that was your, your 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 main your main business for a long time.
2: Yeah, I'm like a multi career person. So I'm a career journalist who somehow found myself as a side gig making menus for local restaurants. And it got to be so much occupying my life that I started working two days a week for the Greenville news. And then when I used up all my vacation time, I resigned and did menus for 16 years. And then I sold my business and retired. Great.
1: And of course, Walter, we know you because, uh, your, your, your third career, your retirement career, uh, (laughs) you started taking improv classes back in 2012. Um, and I was your first improv teacher.
2: You were, and it was great. Um, I had, when I went to that first class and I remember it was the downtown Presbyterian church, I saw you and I saw Harrison and filled out a form and I had never been to an improv show in my whole life when I started
1: so funny that that's very uh in my experience it's a very walter thing of i think i would like this i'm going to do all of the research except possibly going to a crowded place <laughs>
0: <laughs> walter also takes a lot of amazing photographs uh yeah. i always enjoy seeing um my fellow alchemists, uh, from far, far away, and and I thank Walter for those delightful snaps.
2: Thank yeah. you.
1: Now, Walter, for the people who don't know, uh, only as comfortable as you're, as you're willing to estimate. Approximately, how old are you?
2: Approximately seventy-one and three months.
1: Seventy-one and three months. Great. I appreciate your I appreciate your discretion. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you were, so when you took that first improv class, you would have been 63, right? Cause it's eight years. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm so sorry. I need to step away for one second. My dog is at the door begging to be let in
1: oh, continue poor dog. The conversation without me. Hold on. You can't close it. You can't close the door on a dog. Uh, well, you don't have any pets, do you?
2: Not anymore. Oh yeah. No. Used to have dogs. Gotcha
1: yeah yeah. no I'm more of a uh, more of a cat person and cats cats are already self isolated
0: uh, so
1: there's very little adjustment to a to a cat
0: uh basil really struggles when everyone's not in the same room not like a sheepdog but just she wants to know why we can't all be together she's her happiest when we are sitting on the couch or all and I have a picture from last night of her my husband and my stepson all snuggled in the bed watching movies.
2: Oh, hello, Basil. Yeah. She
0: says, hello, Walter. Cool. So, Walter, um, tell us how COVID-19, how the coronavirus has affected your daily routine, the things that you do every day. Because you're a mover and a shaker.
2: Yeah, it could be really defined by all the things I don't do anymore, (laughs) like – Go to a personal trainer twice a week. Go to the Y and do yoga oh, twice yeah. a week. Uh, work out at the Y once or twice a week. Uh, and some of the things I was doing recently, I started doing red light therapy and paid for uh, like 12 treatments. What is red
0: light therapy?
2: Okay, so if you imagine a tanning bed instead of UV. It's got red lights at a certain frequency that's supposed to energize you and help your mitochondrial stuff. And oh. and the, the chiropractor that's doing it says it's really good for people who have uh, what is it when your feet go numb and you have diabetes?
1: Oh, uh, poor circulation in your in your feet. There's a yeah. There's a word for it. and I can't think what it is.
2: Yeah. And, but it's good for skin. I asked a dermatologist. He said, yeah, it's really good for your skin. He said, I don't know about all the other claims that are made for it. Hmm. So I did three and then I called the guy and said, yeah, I, I think I need to wait. I'm not <laughs> going to do this for a while. <laughs> yeah. We're just, we just wait on this, but I could already see the benefits of it. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be happy to go back to that. And the The yoga teacher is gone online and and does his classes online now, and also needs money. So, yeah, that's true with a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. And then Toastmasters, they're doing all their me- meetings on Zoom, and Alchemy, of course, is not meeting in person or having shows.
1: No, yeah, and- we're trying. We're trying to to see if Zoom. Can help recreate that for a while, you know, Olympus, Olympus along, but we'll we'll see how that goes.
2: Well, I signed up for the sketch class, and we had our first one on Zoom. I'm starting to get better at Zoom, and you know, we should all buy stock in Zoom because they went from like ten, like twenty times as many users as they had in December.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. One of my favorite tweets is Skype lost a three-to-one lead to Zoom. Just the idea. (laughs) Skype is like the verb that we use for video chat, and then Zoom is out here just like living their best life. Um, Oh, yeah,
0: I know. I have a friend that works for a teleconferencing company that I don't know if I can name, but we've already named it. And she says that... um, they're having an issue getting everyone to work from home because even though they sell the products they <laughs> do not have them in their uh their employees do not have access to the products oh my gosh oh, what yeah no. yeah she's no. like we're so far behind our infrastructure is not built to work from home and we are a teleconferencing company
2: you know that's that... not a good recommendation yeah
1: <laughs> that goes back to like walter's you know uh red lights you know if if uh there are, I mean, the red lights, you know, apparently like Walter, you know, you, you've attested to and and you, you, you at least did the due diligence of checking with other doctors, but there's a lot of treatments for various things that people are going, oh, you know, I actually, I kept taking that, you know, CBD oil, but I'm not actually sure it was doing anything. So I'm going to stop <laughs> like, like anything that, anything that, you know, it was not effective, uh, is, is getting thrown in the non-essential bin. Yeah. But, um, so well we have talked
2: about what I'm not doing, right? Yeah, not we're talking right. about what you're
1: not doing. Uh, you're, 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 don't 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 host don't host my podcast within the. Within the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: so sorry. Uh, uh, you
0: can tell that Walter has prepared. Oh yeah. Uh, he is the he's the first guest that we have that has everything prepared. Oh, yeah. I know
2: all your questions. Yeah. So, what like hobbies or other
1: guy. things are you doing to stay occupied during self isolation?
2: Well, as it happens. You have fallen on the day that I've determined is going to be my perfect day.
1: Ooh. Ooh.
2: And I'm so happy that you guys are part of it. Now, for me, the perfect day goes back to Fitbit, but the stuff before that. <laughs> Fitbit. Walter, if you, you
0: and I could not be more
2: different. <laughs> if you set a goal on Fitbit, then when you achieve it, the ring turns to a solid circle. Ah, yeah. Mm. And so there's all kinds of goals you can set on Fitbit. I'm going to open open it right now and tell you what they are. So uh, get 15 minutes of sunlight every day. Do a cardio workout every day. Drink 64 ounces of water. Do a workout seven out of seven days a week. Get, oh, this one I missed today, but the day's not over. I can take a (laughs) nap, get six and a half hours of sleep. And they don't count it when you're lying in bed and rolling over and Uh, awake for a couple of minutes. They subtract that, which seems sort of mean. So how how does anybody get eight hours? And then um, I set a goal of eating 1,900 calories a day and getting 250 steps every hour for nine hours starting at 9 a.m. And – what makes it a perfect day is it allows you to set a, a weight goal. Oh. So mm-hmm. I set I set mine, and I, I met it two weeks ago. But I forgot to do my two hundred fifty steps at ten o'clock that morning, so it wasn't a perfect day. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a trying great, again. I'm trying great, again.
1: Uh, what's um, what's the name of the 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 famous memoirist? Um, I don't know why he's. he's He's blanking. Um, oh my gosh, me talk pretty one day. Uh, oh, David
0: Sedaris. David Sedaris. oh, David Sedaris. David Sedaris.
1: Yeah, David Sedaris has a great uh, has a great memoir about his Fitbit. You know, living with his husband out in uh, uh, rural England or Ireland.
2: Oh, I've got to read that.
1: It's it's so good. It's like it's just you know, and it's 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 fully in his voice, just about you know. Uh, I take long walks and I pick up the trash and I, you know. And, yes, and, yes. And at 6 p.m., I was hitting 20,000. So I said, well, I can do 30,000 steps. And then he's like constantly <laughs> just spending so, his retirement walking along the highway, picking up trash.
2: One of the things I'm doing is master class. And the master class I'm taking is his class about how to write humor.
0: Oh, that's lovely. Oh, it
2: yeah. is wonderful.
1: We saw I really would like
2: the Neil Gaiman
1: one. Hmm. Neil Gaiman is also great.
2: Yeah. yeah. So I want to roll back about how, why Fitbit resonates to me and it relates to alchemy and it relates to improv and all my goals that I'm trying to do right now kind of go back to improv. Great. And I'm going to disclose something that I haven't disclosed, but to a few people. And now I guess a lot of people will know it depending on if you get, a lot of people listening to this sure. hey man
0: know. if we get five i'll be happy
2: yeah okay uh well i was the photographer as you mentioned for alchemy and i had this sleep disorder which ben knows about mm. that i would sit on the front row which is the best place to take pictures of the show by far and i would doze off you have a better idea than I do of how long I would do off. It felt like for me it was ten seconds, but it could have been twenty oh, was, minutes. I don't uh,
1: know. Like local legends, it would it would sometimes be like the whole you know, the the store like one whole like story segment. Um
2: Yeah. So that might be three to five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And then I would wake up and open my eyes really wide and start laughing so it would look like I hadn't been asleep. <laughs> But I just think I distinctly
1: remember one time I was on stage and Walter is asleep in the front in the front row. Something happens and everybody laughs. And Walter, ever the professional, just immediately wakes up before his brain is like fully on. He pulls the camera up to his eye and takes a picture. <laughs> There's no way the brain is processed what's happening on stage, but he's using the secondary process of everybody else is laughing. We should catch.
0: I love that his motor reflexes were just must get get this moment.
2: So you're continuing. So a a little uh, yeah, a little side trip. My mother had this this disorder too. She was a church organist, and she would doze off during the service, but she never missed a hymn. She (laughs) they would announce the hymn. It was never like, as I said, hymn number three hundred six, three hundred six. No, you always you always woke up in time to do the hymn. I not so much. So last August, Harrison, the uh, what do we call him? Ben, the director, uh, executive
1: director, executive director,
2: executive director. He would communicate with me about this problem several times before. Said, Walter, you can't photograph any more shows, and that was a wake up call because it was something I love. So much to do. I said I've got to double down and address this sleep issue. And the idea was, if I can, if I if I can attest to Harrison that I've solved the problem, then I can come back and start taking pictures. And whenever I would, uh, for several years, whenever I'd go to, a, to the doctor and talk about my sleep issues, they would try to schedule me for a sleep thing where you go overnight and they plug the wires into you. Yeah, sleep study. Sleep study. And I said, I sleep next to somebody every night and he says, I don't do the things that sound like sleep apnea. I don't s- suddenly snort and start and wake up and all that kind of stuff. And all the questionnaires about, even for the sleep study, they still wanted to do it, but all the questions were negative as to why that was the cause. So it's an idiopathic. Hyposomnolence. Mm. Idiopathic means we don't know what the fuck it is, <laughs> <laughs> but doctors can't say that. They have to have put a fancy Latin name to it, right? on it, yeah, yeah, and it's got pathic, so that's you know, like uh, that disease, means disease, and, yeah. and "idio" means stupid. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean the disease been, is stupid. stupid. It means the doctors are
1: stupid of uh, little sleep, right? Because hypo is less. Yeah.
2: No, hypo, oh, so it's hyper, hypersomnolence. Hypersomnolence. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I should have said hyper, yeah. Uh, so at night, I might have some have somnolence, but sitting in front of local agents, it was hyper. Right. And so I said, I think it's blood sugar. I think when I eat one of those wonderful strawberry cakes that they have at Coffee Underground. (laughs) Those things are so huge. It releases so much insulin. And because my bad eating habits over the years have stuffed my liver so full of fat and glucose that it can't hold anymore, I have insulin resistance. And then I have a sugar crash and I go to sleep. So that's my working theory. And so then I told the doctor, I don't want to go through a sleep study. I don't want to do that. What I want is a continuous glucose monitor. And that's a thing with a long needle on it that you stick into your arm and you can use your cell phone to read and get readings.
1: Right.
2: And I've been doing this for two weeks. And my my blood sugar is leveling out, is teaching me by biofeedback how to Deal with my eating habits, my exercise habits. One thing is, if you eat a rich meal, and go out and walk, or run, or ride a bicycle, or do some, you know, cardio, it levels out, and you don't get quite the same spike.
1: Right. So yeah, I, my family's got a lot of diabetes, and and um, yeah. that's that's always the the uh, the easiest, in quotes, the easiest uh, fix for diabetes, and the one that uh, a lot of my family members just choose not to take. Uh, they're like, oh, I can just adjust my insulin constantly and, oh. uh, you know, adjust it to my diet to not fix my diet. Don't do any exercise and, uh, you know, fix it, fix it the other way. And it's, it's the, the easiest way to do It's just to increase your activity. Um, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, is it hard to, is it hard to get like, you know, runs in and stuff with, you know, because you're Despite being one of the healthier members of, of Alchemy, you're, you know, you're one of the, one of the older, uh, members that does, does there, is there an increased kind of wariness of the other people on the road?
2: Oh, either they're faster than I am or I'm faster than they are. But actually in my neighborhood, there's nobody walking. Oh. And if, if we're walking towards each other, one of us steps off into the street and we, say hello and pass each other and uh it's fine yeah so i i really don't encounter people now when i do encounter people is when i walk to the grocery store
1: i was gonna say are you going to that harris teeter on uh
2: yeah a new harris teeter yeah and they've got senior citizen hours and i was outraged that the other morning there was this very young man in there shopping during the senior citizen hours and i said there's uh, no way is-
0: So down here or up here, I guess they do uh, senior citizen hour and also um, immunocompromised hour. So it's the same thing.
2: Oh, oh yeah, they don't do that here, but they do say uh, first responders or something. mm -hmm. So I wanted to ask the guy if he was a fireman, but then I would have (laughs) I would have had to get too close to him, so I didn't do that right
0: yeah I I mean and everything kind of right now is based on like honor principles yeah Yeah. you can't you can't keep people from having a party of 75 but whole like I I find that people defer to peer pressure more than law uh in, in a lot of cases and um I recently so I'm going on a walk today with one of my closest friends but she was like would you just come over the house. I'm like, I, I can't. And that was a battle just in that. She's like, it's just me. I'm like, I can't. I can't. I won't. My husband has right. sleep apnea. I don't want to do anything. Any behavior that I have is, I mean, that's my responsibility.
2: Right. Yeah. It's got to be absolute, really. Mm-hmm. So here's one. B- before all this got to the point, it is a friend that has a podcast was talking about elderberry syrup, which is kind of expensive, but he makes his own. And it's good for your immune system. And I said, I want to plant some elderberry trees up at our cabin in North Carolina. And it turns out Lowe's had does sell them, but they didn't have them yet. So now what kind of a violation it would be? if I go to Lowe's today to buy elderberry trees, <laughs> which is
0: could good you for do, humidity. Could you do curbside drop off though?
2: I don't know. But <laughs> you see the irony, the irony of this. Yeah. It's elderberry trees.
1: Uh, I mean, but, we've, got, we've gotten to the point where, you know, uh, because of the Corona rules, other rules don't apply necessarily. So, If if uh you know now that I'm on I'm on this work trip, if Adrian, my wife, has to get groceries, she's like doing the math. She's like, look, I can very quickly get groceries on my own. So she rolls the windows down and just kind of like hands the hands the phone to uh my son and just says, Okay, watch TV. Uh if anybody comes out of the car, don't, you know, don't freak out. Uh, you know, basically like, you have to do the, you have to leave a kid in a car. I mean, he's like a very capable kid. It's not like we're leaving a three-year-old in a car, Uh, right? but it's, but you know, it's so much, it's so much less safe to take a child who's going to touch everything and put it in his mouth or like touch something and put his hand in his mouth or whatever, choose on his fingers. It's just, it's, you know, it's a, it's a whole, it's a whole different world out there right now.
0: We're doing yeah, a lot of of drop off. Uh, we still have to go into the grocery store. Actually, Adam is going right now to see if he can find chicken. And just, he's just going to one grocery store, but like that's the one thing that we cannot find, and that's the one thing that the nine year old in my house
1: eats. See, we ate we ate so many kinds of strange, not super strange, but just strange meats. That we didn't know were sold because we could not get ground beef, couldn't get ground turkey, couldn't get anything ground. It was like, it was like uh, uh seafood and steak, and we're like, we're not, just, we're not like big steak eaters, and you know, it was a lot of like big prime ribs and stuff. So I got this thing called bruschetta style ground chicken. Hmm. <laughs> it was surprisingly
2: ground, ground. Ground chicken sounds disgusting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely uh, it was definitely you know a, a risk that we took but it was good it was you know we just we fried it up and it was uh, it was fine it has it says like vegetables and stuff in it and ground chicken but yeah i was like all right this is what we're doing this is what we're doing so so the two my two options were uh, were non dairy and because uh, my my son and i are both lactose intolerant um so like all the vegan food was still had plenty of it um, so like vegan food so i had you know like impossible burger not impossible burger uh, uh, beyond meat
2: and yes, Beyond. they're wonderful. They're wonderful, aren't they? Oh,
1: Beyond me, it's great. Um, uh, but uh, but yeah, so I was like, I, I was like I was checking, like, oh my gosh, n- there's no food, and I look in like the vegan aisle, and it's just like fully stocked, not a single person's touched it. Um, there were a bunch of milk drinkers, y- these dairy milk drinkers, and they took all of my non dairy milk, and I'm like, you guys don't even like it. You complain about it the entire time you have it. <laughs> now I'm <laughs>
0: I live in a neighborhood that has a very large um, South Asian population and it's, it's like, there's tons of pork left. There's a lot of eggs. Um, And I've talked to other friends. They said they can't find eggs anywhere, but we have this ridiculous abundance of eggs Um, and like all of the red meat, all of the pork, all chicken is gone. There's so much fish and shrimp, which I'm into, but I just need chicken for the child in my house. And we, Take and the so child. that's, ah, uh, if not, he's just going to eat a lot of peanut butter. I haven't even wanted to go to Trader Joe's. I'm afraid.
2: Uh, so I'm lucky that what I like to buy in the grocery store is what other people don't like. So I actually bought like six packages of beyond burgers. Yeah. And they're kind of a go-to and I don't know. They're good. They're good. they got a little bit of beef taste, but they're,
1: they're, they're solid.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, here's here's a question for you, Walter. Okay. What would take your shelter in place to the next level? What's the one thing that you wish you had to make this so much just more relaxing or better for you?
2: Okay. Before you ever brought him up, I was, I was thinking about this. I want David Sedaris to move into our guest bedroom. <laughs> and then he can give me one-on-one tutorials, and he can keep me motivated because he he is very clear about this. If you want to be a successful writer, you've got to get up and write every day. So what he does, he writes in the morning. Then he goes and picks up garbage until he's done 30,000 steps. And then he comes back at 8 o'clock at night. And writes again. And when people invite him to a party, he says, "No, I can't do that. I've got to write." So I need—I've gotten that discipline with walking 250 steps nine times a day.
1: Yeah.
2: But I'm, this is another habit that I need to master.
0: So you would you would have David Sedaris in your guest room just to help you master writing.
2: Yeah, to get me to to master the habit of writing. I can write. When I sit down and write, my my output is nice. I like it. I'm proud of it. But but by the time something happens and it, it, and he writes it down.
0: Yeah.
2: Since he's, he's writing every day. He's saint of journalism. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> so things happen to me and I say I need to write this down and then like 3 days later, what was that thing that happened?
0: Out of curiosity, are you and Jim going to your tiny house or that's just, uh, have you thought about going up there for a weekend or you're taking shelter in place really seriously and not leaving?
2: Well, one thing that's happened is Avery County, which is where the tiny house is, has shut down all hotels, motels, and Airbnbs, any short-term rentals. Mm -hmm. They did that. And then, On top of that, before we could even tell our guests who were reserved for April, they canceled. Yeah. So we blocked April, and we could go up there any time. My thing is I've got things I want to do around here Mm. that are moving much slower than I'd like. And, like, this is the chance to declutter the house beyond all reason. But if I'm up in Avery County, I can't do that.
0: My mom lives in Swansboro, North Carolina, which is at the coast, and she said the first week so many people from all over came to their beach houses that they completely raided all of the resources at all of the local grocery stores, Um, but she told me that if I need toilet paper, she's got an in at the food lion, so (laughs) I'm good to go. My mom's well-connected in a survival situation.
2: Well, we had bought a lot of toilet paper to take up to the cabin for our guests, and it's in Jim's truck now, so we're we're set. Yeah, nice.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, uh, the. Sorry, there's just something so funny about having an inn at the food line. It just makes your your mom sound like. <laughs> connected like to the mafia. She
0: has, she has an in, well, she's lived in this small town for 40 years. Um, when, uh, my cousin was graduating from grad school, his wife was getting him Pappy Van Winkle, which I don't know if either one of you are big drinkers, but that's, it's hard to get. It's a very, very hard to get bourbon. Um, they only Uh sell limited amounts and she got one. Um, and it's, this lady worked, my, my cousin's wife worked for four years, to find four bottles of Pappy Van Winkle, my mom got one with like a month notice. She just she has connections.
1: Yeah,
2: huh. nice. that's great.
1: Well, Walter, uh, this is our final question uh, of, the, yeah. of the pop. What is the unexpected upside? What's the thing that brings you the most joy? Uh, surprisingly, uh, with the the shelter in place, basically, what is your silver lining?
2: It's like, it's all solid silver. <laughs> it's just, it's all good. I, I, I'll take a side trip to the downside. I'm, I've created a spreadsheet that shows how many cases in South Carolina we will have if it continues to double every four days uh-huh. and it's stunning. So that's a very sad thing. I think we're going to be, and we're going to be dealing with this a year from now. Oh, I think okay. there's going to be a, a second wave and a third wave. And until we reach herd immunity, which is 60% of the people being exposed or receive a vaccine, uh, we're going to be dealing with this. Yeah.
1: yeah. And,
2: and the good news is for me, with the things that I want to do and I'm able to do in the way of structure of my life, I can do it for a year. Yeah. And that's good to know. Yeah, that's good.
1: I think, um, you know, uh, 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 knowing you for for years now, uh, you're this very special type of introvert who uh, you are very introverted. The energy definitely comes from when you are in like a small, you know, uh, isolated. But you have so many extrovert hobbies. (laughs) Uh, (laughs)
2: Toastmasters, yes
1: is uh this you know uh you know adventure streak with you and your husband flying around to different parts of Canada to take pictures to then get stamps um so I, I I can definitely I don't know that does it does it feel you know you just said you can do it for a year does it feel though that like this might be this might be too too uh uh Pointed of a question, but does it feel that for somebody who has, you know, taking so much care of themselves, uh, this, this far into their retirement, you know, retirement years, and then now it's other people's negligence, who's kind of like threatening that, like, no matter how much you take care of yourself, no matter how much you, uh, you know, kind of keep, keep on top, on top of like the different, you know, uh, cognitive, you know, cognitive thing. Part of the reason you do improv is because it keeps you sharp, um, And does it, does it, I don't know, does that, does that feel, does that feel like, uh, uh, other people are kind of taking that from you?
2: Um, what they say is the people that suffer worst with the coronavirus are the elderly and people with underlying health conditions. And my underlying health condition, other than the sleep is that I'm pretty, pretty healthy. Yeah, and it, it, I'm going to try to avoid getting the coronavirus. But if I get it, I think I will survive. So uh, I'm I'm beyond annoyed <laughs> yeah. at, at the at the incompetence that is giving us way more cases and way more deaths in the United States than needed to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And. It is terrible. And, and yet the president's approval ratings are going up just because he's on TV every night.
1: I think part of this is rally around the flag. I think, uh, I think that, you know, we'll kind of see how, how much of that has staying power. Um, But uh, yeah, I think, I think a lot of it is, you know, we're essentially at war, you know, we're at war with a, a tiny bug. Um, that we can't see that's, uh, you know, taken, taking a lot from us. Uh, and, and part of it is just, you know, part of it is the response. Part of it is the, you know, the fact that like, in order to be, in order to be reasonable people who, uh, want everybody else to be okay. Uh, yeah, you have to make these kind of drastic, drastic measures. Um, but we'll, I don't know. Like you said, we'll make it we'll make it through if, if it if it takes a yeah. few we'll
0: through and, and things like this. Also, I mean, I think the benefit of this podcast, a I get to spend a lot of time with Ben talking to people that I love and admire uh, present company. Absolutely included. Oh, yeah. But we're getting like an overall sense after talking to everybody about how we're still staying connected Almost everyone that we've spoken to says, I'm having longer, deeper conversations with friends and family and people that I haven't heard from in in months, weeks, years, whatever. And I think that that is truly beautiful because Mm -hmm. we're always so busy and we have so many things that the only way we really stay in contact with people is through voyeurism and social media. And we're Reaching out to friends and family that we cannot physically touch, but we're still reaching to their hearts and having deeper conversations. And we're going through this traumatic shared experience, which is bonding us even harder to our loved ones.
2: True.
1: Well said.
0: With that... Uh, this is where we ask all of our guests if you have anything to promote or uh where can people find you if you want to be found, Walter
2: <laughs> oh, that's well, come to some toastmasters meetings, I guess <laughs> but they're all but but they're not happening so um <laughs> I don't know, yeah, I much. guess you've you've really nailed me to the wall as an introvert I, there's no way to get in touch. With you. <laughs>
0: That, you know what? That's perfect. I don't want to be found.
2: Where don't can people find you? <laughs> oh, I, I, I did want to say one thing. Um, out of all this self-improvement stuff that I'm doing, um, one other motivation for it that comes back to alchemy is, you know, we're going to have the, the uh, alchemy camp. I hope we have it again this year. Last year was the first alchemy camp. And so Harrison was out there throwing a Frisbee, not wearing a shirt. Jared Wolski with his amazing abs was out there. Uh, <laughs> who else? Several people. And I said, no, I'm not ready to take off my shirt. <laughs> but my goal is to be close enough to having a six pack without having Oh one. my god,
1: Walter! I and had I, no idea where the sentence was going to end when it started. I was like, "Are we going to have to edit this out?" <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. No. Want, Walter's all about be self
0: improvement, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, with that, thank you so very much, Walter. Uh, I adore you. I and Me I, too. I'm yeah. sure that yeah. Ben adores you. Um, Absolutely. Our sign-off, if you will help us, we tell everyone to wash their damn hands.
2: Wash your damn hands, y'all. Wash your damn hands. All right.
0: (laughs) Bye-bye, everybody.
2: All right. Bye-bye.